Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Football Friday on the Fan. It's a man's game now. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the a and Sportsbook. Football Friday with Danny and Dusty on 1080. We have great expectations. The Fan. All right, hour number two, Danny Dusty with you on this football Friday. It's a big weekend, man. Signing day is right around the corner, and this is where college football coaches, they'd be a-juggling. It's the new scramble. (laughs) It really is. And this is what sucks for a school like Oregon State and Washington State. They have their bowl games this Saturday, which is the last time that these visits can happen on campus. So, um it's a huge advantage for a school like Oregon who doesn't have a bowl game or Washington who doesn't have a bowl game this weekend uh, to have the recruits on campus and to talk about recruiting the man who knows all things recruiting um, is Andrew Nemec, the director of national recruiting for SB live. He's kind enough to join us now. Nemec, what's going on, my dude? Hey, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. Look, this is a huge weekend. Uh, how big of a disadvantage is it for Oregon State to be playing tomorrow instead of having kids on campus for these final official visits? You know, it, it's funny because I'd normally traditionally say for most schools it really matters. Oregon State's a program that isn't waiting until the final hour. Kids who want to go to Oregon State versus Washington or UCLA, they tend to know that fairly early in the process. You know, there's not – it's not a huge NIL bidding war for a lot of these guys. And, and for the most part, Oregon state has, has put its class together early for the last several years. And so I don't think they're sweating it out this year. In general, you want to have that last weekend free, but when you're a program like Oregon state that crosses the T's and dots the I's early, uh, you're in pretty good shape. They haven't had many defections late the last few years. They haven't had many additions late the last few years. And it kind of just speaks to their program as a whole, whether it's recruiting, whether it's the coaching staff, or whether it's the transfer portal, they just seem like a very stable program right now. 
when you look at Oregon State, obviously they had a tremendous year, nine wins, opportunity to go get 10 in a bowl game. They're going to lose some guys to graduation, post-COVID, all that kind of stuff. But the, the, the big issue was, was quarterback. The difference between where they could be and who they could be was their inability to secure a quarterback in the transfer portal last year. Who is the guy that swings that for them? Because there's so many names out there. Yeah, and, and they may still end up going through the portal, but the long-term answer is Downey High School quarterback Aiden Childs. And this was a kid that they zeroed in on really, really early. They loved him. He was the guy they absolutely wanted. And all Childs has done has turned himself into one of the best quarterbacks in America. Oregon and Washington both offered at one point. Childs says, I'm not interested. He leads his team to a state title. The Adidas All-American Bowl gives him a call, and they're like, hey, we'd love to have you on national TV as one of our quarterbacks. He has gone from a high three-star prospect to a very solid four-star quarterback who is an Adidas All-American. He's an absolute superstar in the making, potentially. He might be the best high school prospect they've gotten in the last decade. He's all in on Oregon State. He went on his visit, and he said he fell in love with Corvallis. It felt like home. People were talking to him. They're like, hey, you're a recruit. That's so exciting. What position? And, and people started to kind of get to know him just when he was walking around Corvallis. And he's like, this is the place for me. I love this. I want to represent this. Um, schools have reached out trying to get him on potentially a visit late to try to flip him. He is not interested. He's never been interested. He's all in. And, and truly, truly, uh, he is potentially – a future first-team All-Pac-12 guy. I know that's saying a lot because Lincoln Riley's quarterbacks tend to win the Heisman Trophy. That being said, I really do think Aiden Child's going to end up playing on Sundays, and I really do think he's a multi-year starter with a chance to be very, very special. Not only that, they got the highest-rated defensive high school prospect they've ever gotten in the program's history in Kelsey Howard, who's a solid four-star prospect and a defensive lineman in his own right. So two absolute juggernaut headliners for Oregon State. They did not waste any time turning a nine-win season into recruiting success. Those two prospects are kind of off the charts for what they've been getting the last few years. That That's incredible to hear and awesome to hear for, you know, all the beef fans and all the work that Jonathan Smith has put into the program because there are different ways to do this. You You can build in completely different ways. It kind of feels like in, in the world of name, image, and likeness, like, you know, that the exact equivalent to Aiden Childs is, is Dante Moore for Oregon. And in this recruiting cycle, they, the quarterback that Oregon covets and that they love and that they got on early and that they got a commitment from, he now is on flip watch. And it, Big it's, time. It's, Big time. it seems like, you know, you have one that has this stability and they got their guy. And the high-level recruiting teams, it's anything but stable. And that's a complete flip from what recruiting used to be, which is the high-level recruiters always felt more comfortable heading into signing day than, than the, the other programs like Oregon State. Well, I think, I think now that everything comes down to it's, it's all legal, there's no benefit <laughs> to ever paying a kid if everybody can pay the kid. It comes down to who has the most money. And that's a very dangerous game to get into. Uh, you know, I, I've talked about this from the beginning, the very scary thing about Oregon's approach, because Aiden Childs was interested in Oregon early before Oregon State really got involved. There were multiple four-star quarterbacks. I even wrote a story at one point that a four-star quarterback was like, I went on my visit 
to Oregon and they basically blew me off the whole time. Like they were disinterested. They are all in on getting one of these five-star quarterbacks. That's the goal. That's the aim. Nothing else matters. Well, what ended up happening is Jaden Rashada went to Miami. He flipped to Florida. Nico committed to Tennessee reportedly for right around $8 million. Uh, And Dante Moore was the last man standing. And, And by all accounts, his NIL deal is right up there with Jaden Rashada, who was rumored to get 9.5. Nico, who was rumored to get 8. Uh, you know, his NIL deal was rumored to be right there. The scary thing when you get the last guy on the board and you do it in a way in which a lot of people think NIL plays a major factor is, is he in love with you? Is he in love with just your OC? Is he in love with your whole program? Is he totally married to your program? Mm. Or if, Big-time school slides into his DMs. Is he going to want to take a visit? UCLA is headed to the Big Ten. Dante Moore is from Michigan. I think UCLA uh, learned a thing or two this last cycle from Lincoln Riley. This UCLA class, or the, uh, UCLA staff, excuse me, the last few years has just been abysmal in recruiting. Bottom three in the Pac-12. Part of that, especially this year, was their, in, their desire openly to say, hey, we're not getting into the NIL waters. We're not interested. Really? Because you're going to get left behind. That's not going to fly. And I'm sure everybody in L.A. and the prominent boosters in L.A. went, hey, look what Lincoln Riley did. We'll give you a budget. you got to start working. you got to start cooking. They've taken a, a shining to Dante Moore. They pitched him on L.A. Dante Moore has always said he wanted to start from day one. There's rumors about Bo Nix coming back. UCLA says, hey, DTR is gone. Come be the starter from day one. And not only that, we're moving to the Big Ten. So you'll play all our, all our road games. We'll be like home games for you. Your family can come. Your friends can come. And that really appeals to him. When you enter in the NIL waters, you better be careful because a kid who's interested in NIL never stops being interested in NIL. And if somebody comes over the top of you, you have to worry about it. And Oregon's in a place right now that they have to worry. Wow. When you look at the landscape right now, Dusty and I were talking about this a few minutes ago in the break. Does the NIL market – come back down is there a course correction are, are these guys right now the lucky ones that are getting the money and they're they're going to follow the money wherever it goes are we going to see that to where eight million dollars comes down to one and a half million dollars in five six seven years two million dollars and those relationships and those were the, the the things that we've, we've come to know become more up in the in the foreground again yeah, I think to some extent, I think everyone's kind of feeling this thing out, right? Like, look at Texas A&M. There were rumblings last summer that Texas A&M had roughly $30 million to work with, which was a huge outlier. I, I just didn't think that was possible because it was so much more money than anybody else had. It was, you know, like double what anybody else had. And their class was like 60th, but everybody kept saying it. Texas A&M has roughly $30 million to throw around. You go, okay, well, it doesn't show in the results. And then in the last two months of the season – or two months of the recruiting cycle, they ended up with the number one recruiting class in the history of recruiting. More five stars than any program ever. And you go, oh, all those rumblings about $30 million six months ago, those were real, clearly. And that's why Nick Saban got so upset that they bought every player. They broke the market. They shattered the market. And look what happened. They've got all kinds of freshmen in the transfer portal. They've got kids who are disgruntled. I think at some point some of these programs – now. Programs like Alabama, they're, they're kind of doing the, we'll give you a lot of money up front, but also, if you're great, you can earn opportunities while you're here. Alabama is a factory. Programs that are trying to, like, the get-rich-quick scheme, let's throw a lot of money at a class, win a national title, and keep the ball rolling. 
I think the budgets are going to dry up for those. I can't imagine that Jimbo Fisher has a long enough leash that if that $30 million number is real, and, and again, evidence seems to show that it was real, even after that class signed, people said regularly they thought they had $30 million. If he has results like he had this year, Texas A&M is going to stop being a player. Well, there's one of the teams that's no longer in that huge bidding war. Miami is rumored to be a major player in terms of NIL and kind of inflating mm-hmm. some value. If Mario Cristobal has a couple more years like this, Miami's boosters are not going to continue to pour this money out. Louisville, another program that's jumped up and is rumored to be paying a ton of money. They, they've at times had five-star commitments in their class. Now they've jumped around and been in and out, but they've had a stellar recruiting class. If they don't win, do they back down? So I do think things will stabilize, but I think we'll just see a rotating door uh, over the years or a revolving door of which program is making their run. I think there will always be three, four programs. Where you go, man, that's an outlier amount for that kid, or that's an outlier amount for their class, but it's that school's turn to take a shot. And so because of that, I don't think we'll ever see these deals totally dry up. I just think we'll come back down to earth in terms of uh, how many of these kids are getting offered five, six, seven million uh, for their four years in college. Director of Recruiting for SB Live Sports, host of the Recruiting Show with Andrew Nemec right here on The Fan. Andrew Nemec is our guest. Um, okay, you know, you mentioned Cristobal, and, and with all the names that go that we see go in and out of the portal all the time, now I, I you hear these rumblings all around from different programs all over, but you're starting to hear it again coming out of Miami about when kind of Cristobal gets a commitment and all of a sudden you see like another star added and the guy kind of starts shooting up. How, how often is it that like a coach will lobby to get a guy's ratings boosted up? So the whole class kind of looks better. Is that, is that commonplace? (laughs) It's common with real, real big time recruiters. Like you might get a phone call. If you put in your headline that a kid's a three-star guy and he's a three-star on 24 seven and he's a three-star on, on three, but he's a four-star on rivals. You might get a phone call. that's like, Hey, he's a four-star on rivals. Put it in the headline. And you're like, dude, that's not, that's not really how we operate. It's like, put it in the headline or else. Um, that happens. That absolutely happens. And there, there are pushes that are made to make sure classes look as good as possible. Um, I think the biggest thing is you start to see when there's issues within a staff. Um, and this has happened to me over the years. I've had assistants call even when there are quotes from the kid. My primary recruiter was this guy. I loved him. You know, he's great. He's the guy I connected with. Another assistant calls and says, add me in as a primary recruiter. Add me in. I want credit. And it's like, well, the kid didn't even say it. And they're like, you know, change the quote or take the quote out and just list me and the other coach. That starts to happen with staffs who are probably on the move and they're looking to pitch themselves as elite recruiters. Hey, hey, start putting my name on some of these kids. And I know in its history, 24 seven has had to deal with that where they do like assistant coach recruiting ranking and a coach who maybe was third or kind of an also ran in a kid's recruitment. Suddenly that coach is on the horn trying to get a hold of 24 seven team site guys going, Hey, call the main group and give me co-credit for that recruit because I want to end up being a top 15 recruiter in the conference so I can get a pay raise. Uh, it happens, and it happens more than people realize, and it does get inflated more than people realize. I'll say this, 24-7 does a phenomenal job of not buckling to that pressure. I know for a long time Oregon State fan thought that uh, every time they got a commit, the kid dropped, and that wasn't true. What ends up happening is because that a kid is newsworthy and is a commit, 
the top evaluators will circle back. They're doing the whole country. Mm-hmm. They will circle back and make some phone calls. They'll watch the film again. They'll watch updated film and update that ranking based on what they're seeing and what they're hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is not necessarily like a, hey, bump them up, and they go, okay, boss, whatever you say. doesn't work like that, even though, yes, coaches try, and they absolutely do try, especially ones who like to pump their chest about recruiting. If there's a coach that's pumping his chest about recruiting, I guarantee you he's, he has or made his staff make phone calls to say bump up our kids in the ranking. Interesting. When you look at the next two weeks, who is the biggest name you see being added to this conference? To the Pac-12? Yep. Oh, I think it's going to be fascinating. I, David Hicks is the number one defensive lineman in the country. Oregon is making a very real push for him. Uh, Dante Moore, wherever he ends up, whether it's UCLA or Oregon, that will be huge. Uh, <laughs> Oregon just had an in-home visit last night with Caden Proctor. He's the number one offensive tackle in the country, and uh, he's currently committed to Iowa. His comps are Tristan Wirfs, which I think is a little Whoa. absurd because Wirfs was a pro bowler and a borderline all-pro from year one in the NFL. So that's high praise. He's also being pushed by Alabama and has scheduled a visit to Alabama this weekend. That may turn into an Iowa-Oregon-Alabama three-way battle. There's also Mateo Uyunglele, who I would watch for. And, and if you're looking for another big name, you, you said big name, transfer portal counts. DJ Uyunglele could come back to the conference and could come back to the school who loses out on the Dante Moore sweepstakes. Yeah. I, I think that's possible. Do I think it's likely? Not necessarily, but I think whoever doesn't get Dante is going to need a quarterback. And if Bo Nix decides to leave, Oregon will take a transfer, whether that's Hudson Card or DJ uh, Uyunglele. That could happen. UCLA hosted DJ Uyunglele earlier this week, according to On3Sports. So in terms of big names, um, how about number one defensive lineman, number one transfer portal quarterback, number one uh, – edge rusher and number one offensive tackle all in play here right at the end. That's great for the Pac-12. And uh, will the Uyunglele's be like a a package deal, you think? Or or is their family okay with splitting them up? See, now you're just, now you're just, Oregon fan is just salivating. They're like, wait a minute, no Dante Moore, but we get Mateo and DJ? Maybe maybe there's life after Dante after all. Um, we'll see. I don't necessarily think that's a slam dunk. In fact, I, I think the family behind the scenes has pushed uh, against that a little more than you might expect. I don't necessarily think that's the case. Do I think if Bo Nix, again, all hypothetical, do I think if Dante Moore flips to UCLA, if Bo Nix goes pro, if Oregon ends up needing a quarterback and is able to get DJ Uyungle away, that they have a better shot at Mateo. Yeah. <laughs> but, that's a, but that's a whole lot of connections to make. And by the way, all of this with the caveat that like at any point in time with any of these guys, if someone goes, Hey, we are screwed at receiver. Let's throw $8 million in NIL deals at this kid. At, at this point, anything is possible. And people can say, like, well, you're supposed to know. It's your job. Yes, I can know kind of who's in the market for guys. But in terms of at the end of the day, like, how much can our boosters rally to try to make sure this kid stays or, you know, that we flip an important kid? That stuff gets crazy these days. And, and we are going to see some interesting ones. That You know, Travis Hunter was committed to Florida State, number one kid in the nation. If I had to come on the air – a week before signing day and told you, don't worry, he'll end up at Jackson State, you would have laughed me off the air. So there's going to be some wild things where we go, where the heck did that come from? I've seen two recruitments where a kid had finalists and announced his finalists in the morning, and by the afternoon, 
chose a school that was not one of his four finalists. It's happened <laughs> twice this recruiting cycle, and one of them is at Oregon. So it is a wild, wild world in recruiting and certainly uh, difficult to cover, but a lot of fun to cover. Selfishly, I'm going to ask, does USC have the ability to buy a defense like they bought their offense last year? You know what, Danny? I hate to tell you this, but uh, USC is going to finish last in recruiting. All their players are going to be bought <laughs> by other schools. And you're screwed, man. I don't know what to tell you. It's going to be a bummer. Yes, absolutely. Uh, USC has the ability. I think what Lincoln Riley did in year one was like, hey, give me some, give me some NIL opportunities to work with. I'll show you what we can do. And he right away went, what's my bread and butter? Offense. Now he can go back to him and get, hey, Double that amount. He just says to his boosters, double that amount and let me work on the defense and we'll make a national title run. If you're a USC booster, are you not compelled by that push? Are, are you not saying, yeah, gosh, he really did load up. And not only did he load up, he took a bunch of good players out of the Pac-12. Go do that on defense. Go weaken all the conference foes and load up. Can he do it? Not only do I think he can do it, I'd be shocked if he didn't. USC uh, is on a roll and on a path that no one, no one right now in the Pac-12 can compete with in terms of the financing and the NIO opportunities in L.A. Uh, just no one has that ability. Okay, a lot of visits uh, in Eugene. Oregon State, um, they're, they're playing their bowl game, so not having visits as you're <laughs> playing in a bowl game. Um, which ones from Oregon that are on a visit this week do you have your eye on the most right before signing day? As, as well, I guys think the could, biggest – Could, could, could I think be the the biggest one is Jurion Dickey. He's committed to Oregon. He's a five-star wide receiver. He's the number two receiver in America. Um, I've said all along, I will continue to say, until that young man shows up on campus and starts practices, anything is possible. There's rumblings about him selling NFTs to three different finalists and fan bases, and he'll commit to whichever school buys the most NFTs. There's some wild stuff going on in that world. The fact that he's this weekend in Eugene is huge. Again, he's already committed. He is a good kid. Uh, he's a marketer, though. There's no question. There's there's some of that going on. So, Jurion Dickey being in Eugene this weekend, absolutely huge. I think Oregon's going to hit the transfer portal hard. You look at this roster this year, and not very many programs outside of USC did better than Oregon when it comes to portal talent. Bo Nix was a dark horse Heisman candidate. They got a pair of really good running backs. Chase Cota was a good receiver, and oh yeah, Christian Gonzalez is going to end up being an NFL first-round draft pick. So they did a great job in the portal. I wouldn't be shocked if Oregon adds a piece or two, maybe three, and then uh, hits the portal really hard and we see some plug-and-play talent. So certainly be on the lookout, especially along that offensive line. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Uh, Oregon <laughs> could be in line to add some major transfer portal talent uh, sooner rather than later. Nemec, I always appreciate you, man. Thank you for the time. Of course. And there he is, Andrew Nemec, director of recruiting for SB Live, uh, host of the recruiting show, aptly named Recruiting Show with Andrew Nemec, hmm. right here on The Fan, Thursday night, 7 to 8 p.m. It's on the nose. <laughs> it's pretty good, huh? It's, like, yeah. it's a lot like Danny and Dusty. Yeah, yeah. you know who's there. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Danny and Dusty on The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at HERO.CO. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. It is Yacht Rock Friday, everybody. Don't let's not forget. Jeff will never let us forget. No. Okay, uh, we just had a long chat with Andrew Nemec. We're already over. Uh, I should have broke that up. <laughs> but we didn't. We powered through. Uh, I, I think that it's really interesting in getting that from from Nemec. If you're Oregon State, the worry about playing in the Vegas Bowl and playing like one of these first bowl games is that you're not on campus in the most important weekend of the recruiting cycle, which is the one right before signing day because you want the last visits. You want that to have that last impression on a guy uh, to get them. And hearing what Nemec is saying is, like, if you're the Cougs or you're the Beavs, which both play tomorrow, 
it's not as important because of the style of player that they're recruiting. You, you're not getting in on the last second, guys. Uh-uh. You, you're, regardless of NIL, which they'll be a player in, in from, from what I understand, in spaces of need, mm-hmm. so i.e. quarterback. And I'm not saying that they're not going to use NIL money for other guys, but that's where they're, they're grouping it up for need. Otherwise, they're continuing on the traditional path that they have built before, which is on relationships and player development. And they're doing a very good job. And they're not changing off that regardless. They're just adding the NIL to that as another avenue. Yes. This is, this is going to be huge for programs like Oregon State and Washington State, kind of knowing this, that though it's flipped it has flipped where it was so important for an Oregon State and Washington State to have that last impression to be like hey man like this could be home for you like this is this is important now final visits are (laughs) show me the money it's Rod Tidwell it's it's literally showing up with the the uh my god Reggie Bush and uh Lindell White the Lindell White bag of cash in the apartment yeah yeah, I mean, it is, well, I don't think it's a bag of cash anymore. It is NIL opportunities that will be there for you, and we can show you how we will uh, cultivate these because the school can't sell the NIL, but the collectives can. Here's the thing. If the last visit includes a Randy Moss-esque mm. uh, straight cash, homie. Straight cash, homie. I'm just telling you. You can talk about all the NIL deals yeah. you want. Whew. Open that briefcase with uh, 150 bands and see how different that goes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, let's get back into uh, the regular portion of this show. The Cure Bowl is wild, and I love every second of it. Uh, That's going on right now. It is currently 12 to 6. Yep, you heard that right. There's a safety. Uh, (laughs) And it's bowl season. We're here. Let's get weird. Uh, Our worst day on the web is next, though. This may be uniquely Arizona Cardinals. They've stepped in it again. This time, the the rumor mill on the Internet, it ain't good for the Arizona Cardinals. First is Rust with SportsCenter. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainor, L. King, The King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. That sucks. Sometimes you can just, like, bank on certain teams to keep on stepping in it. And uh, for the longest time, it was the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. We're just going to go down the road to Glendale for the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you can just say the state of Arizona, whether it's the, the Coyotes, the Cardinals, the Suns, yeah. the Sun Devils, the Wildcats. I'll tell you. It's the state. Low-key Arizona's got Florida vibes. They do. Mm-hmm. I think it's the sunshine. They get sun drunk just, and, and drunk drunk. Yeah. Yeah. It's all that butt sunning that they do. It, ha- it happens. Yeah, you're going to Google that. Yep. That's a thing. Uh, <laughs> tan the old starfish. Um, there is a story that is a brewing about the Arizona Cardinals that is 
pretty interesting. Bob McManaman said fired Cardinals offensive line coach Sean Kugler has hired a law firm for arbitration ruling with the NFL. Kugler says, remember, this is the guy who was fired in Mexico City and sent home. For what turned out to be inappropriate touching of a woman. Which obviously not great in any country. And at the time, I applauded the the Cardinals. Were Cardinals killing. just sent his ass home. They said, packed nope. him up, said, see ya. And that was like the night before the game. Well, he says the mysterious allegations by the Cardinals are untrue, and I want to clear my name. Be it a miscommunication or mistaken identity, I will cooperate fully. Mm. And so now we got a we got a who done it going on. We do, and it just so turns out that Mister Kugler. Looks seemingly a lot like Mr. Kime. Yeah, this is and this is what's going making the rounds on the internet right now. And this is why the Cardinals, really Steve Kime, who just took a leave of absence from the team. Personal reasons. Which he has had substance abuse kind of struggles reportedly over the years, and that is that is known. But with this coming out in the immediate aftermath of that, people are connecting the dots saying, Well, those two look Pretty damn similar. They both look like living embodiments of Kingpin from Daredevil. Like, both very large, massive, barrel-chested, shaved-head, goateed white men. Yeah. With no necks and no jaws. And so this is going to be one that is going to be on the radar of everybody in the mm-hmm. NFL. Because uh, how in the world do the Arizona Cardinals... Fire a coach in Mexico and send him home so certainly without an investigation. No, and yeah, and no, that's, that's, that's and the one report. of the people in charge of this would be <laughs> the guy who, like, in would this, have investigated. In that, this is hold on, we need to preface this by saying, in this whole bubble here, it would be this man, the whole mistaken identity thing, Urgh. is the guy who actually was like the trigger man on fa- firing him and sending him home. This could be the one of the wilder stories in the end. Phoenix may hold both of them. Chris Paul and in Kim Kardashian and this in the same month? What? That's like I said. It's things are happening in the state of Arizona. Yeah, they got they got definite Florida vibes in the state of Florida if this is going on. These are two like coming in heavy to end the year 2022. Neither of these stories, if I wrote them in into a TV show. Are believable, not one bit. No, no. To a, a coach in a foreign country for an NFL game, who kind of looks like the general manager, is sent home without an investigation. Look, like it's just it's just super wild. What I do know out of this is you got to have a wheelbarrow. Either one of these guys, okay, mm-hmm. Kugler. If you did it. To, to go come back over way. the top and say mistaken identity, doppelganger, and then on the flip side of this, if Kugler's right, <sighs> you have time. Either way, there's a lawsuit coming. Oh yeah, and it, it's going to be heavy lawsuit coming. And meanwhile, all the while, uh, n- neither side of the situation can slow down what continues to be undefeated: the internet. It's true. Also, um, Cardinals still suck. Cardinals do still suck. That's, uh, hey, 
It's a great point. I'm just saying. I'm, I just wanted to call out. So cherry right on on the top. I'm there. just gonna say, like, yeah, it starts at the top. Yeah, and as this texture points out, just a reminder: the Cardinals are on in season hard knocks. Now I have to watch that. Oh God, I gotta add that to the list. <laughs> okay, here we go. What in season hard knocks? I was out on, especially when I heard it was the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals. I was like, well, you'll get me this week. I. They're I not going to address that. I mean, there's no way they can. It's an ongoing no. lawsuit. Mm-mm. But if they did, yeah. I mean, the NFL having a front row seat for this would be tremendous content. Oh, man. But they also get final say on everything. Oh, they yeah. Want. Uh, would you imagine that? Kugler walking into the room just if you want a wheelbarrow in it? Like, if it turns out that this is right, yeah. he's coming back, like, just... Dude, play the Stone Cold music because he's kicking the door open and everybody's going to freeze just like. <gasps> I was going to go with uh, Kevin Nash, but yeah, I, I think Stone Cold might be the uh, the intro here. Goodness gracious. Just run into that room, crack open two, awesome. two keystones and start throwing them down. <laughs> Which seems about on brand I'm, for the level of partying going yeah. on in Mexico City as the allegations state. Wow. Way to go, Cardinals. Way to go. Dumb organizations find themselves in dumb dumb games more often than good organizations. That's what I'll say. Boy, ain't that the truth. Ain't that the truth. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. And I thought last night I was sitting there watching Elon Musk meltdown on Twitter, and I was going, got the worst day on the web. Yeah, Wrong. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. Even though Elon Musk is having a rough go of it right now. He is, but I mean... Getting if, if the cost if that's the cost of getting Olbermann off Twitter, I'm fine with it. Quite literally, <laughs> this man he he's has a man, he's a man, he's a man child. Elon Musk has tweets out there saying free speech protected at all costs, and now something that is on the internet and anybody can search. Like he's saying they're doxing me. No, all all they did was retweet somebody. Who said my account had been banned for tracking Eli Elon Musk's flights, which you can do. Anybody on the internet can do them. Anybody, anybody. Have you seen Elon Musk is going to be like if he ever becomes a college football fan, it is going to blow his mind when a coach gets fired and all of a sudden it is we're tracking flights of boosters, mm-hmm. private planes all over the country. <laughs> like Phil Knight's planes, his tail his tail numbers are known widely. <laughs> Yeah, they've had to use other boosters planes now. It ain't hard. It ain't easy to find, or it ain't hard to find. No, man. it's pretty easy. It, you, it really is. It's flight aware. Mm-hmm. You can go real, really quickly and just find somebody's Ding. airplane. I don't. I don't get it. You know what you do? Fly commercial mm. solves that problem. Would have been first class. First class. Oh sneaking. wait, no. Somebody will see you in the airport, and then they'll tweet out you because you are a celebrity. Oh, you mean like Festus Azili showing up commercial in Portland? Well, that was, uh, gosh, who is that? Uh, Lowe. Yeah, it was Keenan. It was Keenan Lowe, yeah. texting quick. Like, I'm <laughs> on the same flight with Festus Azili going to Portland. Uh, I love how Festus showed up in red flannel. He had to. He knew where he was going. He knew where he was going. To cash his check. Home. He was coming <laughs> home. All-time great blazer, along with Joe Ingles. Who is making his return on Monday? Uh, both of them said that played the same number of games in their careers as Portland Trailblazers. They were on the floor, <sighs> same number of games. Yeesh. All right, uh, he's back, Danny and Dusty on the fan. 
This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the ANA Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. All right, so I got a couple quarterback notes uh, to, to get to before we start hour number three with Bull Talk. And then we'll have a focus, Danny, hmm. next hour as well. Hmm? Uh, Russell Wilson has cleared concussion protocols, but will not play for the Denver Broncos. He did not drink enough bubble water. So they, they ruled out it wasn't con- the concussions that was causing the stupid play? Mm, no, um, no that, they, the they didn't. They just said that maybe maybe we should sit this one out make sure you're healthy, which is a novel concept. Broncos mm. orange, let's ride. Uh, which means Brett Rippon will be the quarterback. <clears throat> I mean, they're better with him on the field, right? With Brett Rippon? Yeah. With the way Russ has played this year? Boy, I guess we'll find out. Like I, I, I know that sounds insane. Yeah. But if you're asking me as a betting man, would they will they look better with him? I'm almost willing to bet that they will. I think they will because one of the biggest things going against Russell Wilson, it's not just Nathaniel Hackett. It's that his his teammates don't trust him. And they they're going, like they like him. They're gonna step up for Brett Rippon because I don't know, unless they hate Brett Rippon too, uh they'll They'll pull for their guy. No, they've got to get a little bit extra. And that's real. Like, that is very real with backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I think it is one of the things why Brock Purdy looks so dang good in his first two games, too, is everybody's going, all right, we need to elevate. Everybody else needs to elevate their game a little bit. And how long can you hold on to that wave of emotion of, you know, grabbing the rope and pulling for this backup quarterback that's in there? So I agree with you. I think they'll get it for a week. At least, and so this week, yeah, they will be better. They will absolutely be better um, this week. Either that, or they're going to just be bad because they suck at football, which is a, a big part of playing football is being good at it. Turns out, not sucking, useful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Also of note, Zach Wilson, your starting quarterback for the New York Football Jets. That was short lived, huh? Mike White, we, he was going to play through anything. Literally got taken yeah. to the hospital, worried about internal bleeding. Mm. He was going to try to ride, but. No writing available. Yeah, no Flacco either. So we're we're going just straight to Z- Big Willie style. We're getting Zach Wilson. Again. Well, he did. Uh, he uh, Robert Sala did say that he had elevated Wilson to the number two actual backup spot before yeah. this. And jo- Joe Flacco does not want to play football anymore. No, he wants a paycheck though. He wants to sit there as the third quarterback as the mentor. Yeah, well, rightfully yeah. so because he's like forty four years old. I'm not into this, man. No, he doesn't want to get hit. This is going to be big for Zach Wilson in his career, though. D- did he learn? Well, did he what le- could my my thing here is what could he learn? He's in the same class as Russell Wilson right now, in that I don't think his teammates. They, well, I know his teammates. They said it. They made it pretty damn clear after that loss where he took no responsibility mm-hmm. and the offense had no culpability in laying a friggin' egg and rolling over against the Patriots. They got pissed at him, and they said, "Enough is enough. We're done with you, dude." Does he? Does he humble himself? He better. But I don't know. I, I don't know. There's enough time to where, I, you got you got to mend some fences for sure. But it starts Wilson. with that this, takes right? A long time. Yeah, sure. 
Uh, yeah, but I don't know what he can do. Like, play crappy and say, yeah, we played horrible. When was the last time a young quarterback like this lost a locker room like this? Oh. Like, yeah. This is this does not happen. Boy, yeah. I, I'd like to think about that for a while because I – I mean, there's probably when we think about it, there's more than we like well, Ryan, Sam Dar- Ryan Leaf. Well, Sam Darnold in New York. Yeah. Sam. I mean, yeah, Sam Darnold in New York. Mm-hmm. Ryan Leaf is a great one. He lost his almost immediately, but because almost the same reasons though. Wilson and Darnold were not the same reasons. No. Leaf and Wilson may be the same reason, yeah. which they thought they were bigger and better than what they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. Johnny Manziel. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Well, no, no, not Baker. Baker. Baker had it for three years. He not was, only that, he yeah. had like real supporters too because yeah. he rode for his guys. Johnny Foosball is, he, is a good one. Manziel's a good one. Kyler Murray, he got a contract though. Yeah. So no. Yeah. Uh, it it doesn't happen it's, very it's often not that a, you no. truly lose it. No. Geno Smith. You know what? The New York Jets. I, I'm starting to There's get a trend a here. here. <laughs> Boy. Maybe the, the guys they're drafting aren't built for New York. Yeah. Yeah. Where everybody else they're drafting isn't built for New York and mm. only the quarterback is. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? Because <laughs> they love some themselves. themselves. It's true. And if there's one city that loves itself, it's New York City. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, which is crazy that the fans have turned on him this way. The Spider-Man meme. It really is. It really in. It, it, I, I never love seeing this happen, but I'm not going to lie. Every now and then I like watching these these absolute dumpster fires racing down the river. Yeah, Josh Rosen's another good one. Yeah, that's that, that was the one I thought, like, but was good it text. that he lost the locker room or that he just was not good? Yeah, he he, he never had it, yeah. uh, but he lost it. Carson Wentz is a great one because mm. he damn near won the MVP, and then everybody looked at him like, dude, you are insufferable. I don't want you here anymore. How bad does it have to be that you damn near win an MVP in a Super Bowl, and even then your teammates are like, "Yeah, that sliding nah. scale of, of like you, skill." Yeah, to you, you put up with it. <laughs> BS. Yeah, and they said no. Yeah, that's fast. That, that really tells you just kind of how weird that is. Yeah, hmm. but I'm noticing a trend here. Almost all of this is concentrated in the tri-state area. Yeah. Well, and uh, like, there's even guys like. Blake Bortles, that he sucked eggs, mm. but his locker room loved him. Yeah. <laughs> and they the rallied flip, behind him. The flip him. side yeah. of this, of guys who stay yeah. places, perhaps. Yeah, man. Didn't Bortles throw for like 150 yards in a playoff game? Or I don't think, no, I think it was like 80-something yards in a playoff game. Mod- <laughs> Modern-day Rex Grossman? Dude, but they loved him. They loved him. And then they got the... Their teeth kicked in in the AFC Championship. That'll game. happen. Yeah, that'll do it. All right. Uh, so Zach Wilson back. Uh, Brett Rippin in for Russell Wilson. So Wilson and Wilson, one in, one out. Russell Wilson out. Zach Wilson. Let's in. be honest. They're both out still. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, we start hour number three. Pac-12 gets bull in tomorrow. The Oregon State Beavers, the first one to kick off against the Florida Gators. Danny Dusty on the fan. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. 
Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.